0: Hey there, welcome to Above Board with Canderpath. I am Rich, often called on social media, the Rich B. It's so Jersey Shore, isn't it? It's like the situation. <laughs> so I'm normally joined by my amazing partners, Matt and John. Today, they are taking the day off to go make a difference and help their clients and do some cool things. I just want to have a very short chat with you. You know, I, I'm i on social media quite a bit. I'm on TikTok as the Rich bee. A lot of you follow me on TikTok, and I appreciate that so much. And I've learned something that's really interesting. It doesn't matter what you post. It doesn't matter what you say. You could literally do a post where you're saying, Merry Christmas. You could do a post where you're saying, Happy Hanukkah. You could do a post where you're saying, Hey, I hope you have a great day. And man, you'll get a thousand awesome comments, and there's always that one person that is going to throw out there, well, it's nice for you to say, have a great day, but you don't know what I'm going through, or I find this post offensive because I'm suffering right now and life is bad, and you're, you're forgetting that there's people out there that are having a hard time, and it just blows my mind that no matter what you say, somebody can find the negative or find the pain in it, but I also have a lot of compassion because I understand that suffering is something that is universal, right? I mean, we all go through it, and everybody handles it differently. Everybody handles suffering differently. There's one person that, you know, sprains their ankle, and that is literally like the end of their world. They, that's all. They, they like can't function, right? And there's another person that sprains their ankle. They wrap it up and they go for a three mile run. Everybody has a different tolerance for pain. Everybody has a different tolerance for suffering. Suffering is universal. And, you know, it's manifested in a lot of different ways, right? I mean, suffering has different extremes and different ways. I mean, suffering could be abuse. It could be battling addiction. It could be bullying. It could be illness. The list is long. But I've started to really wrap my head around this concept of post-traumatic growth. Now, I'm no expert in it. I'm no psychologist. And this is way too short of a commentary to really dig deep into it. But we've all heard about post-traumatic stress disorder, and I certainly am very familiar with that. I was a, a trauma nurse. I was a pediatric ICU nurse. I have seen a lot of people die. I've seen a lot of young people die. I've seen children pass away. I've seen some pretty disturbing and sad and heartbreaking things. But I've also seen people go through some pretty heartbreaking and difficult things and come out stronger. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard of Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor and psychiatrist, but he observed that his fellow concentration camp inmates were more likely to survive their horrific conditions if they held on to some sort of sense of meaning. Now, when you put into context what most of us consider suffering, at least the simple stuff. Okay. Again, I, I I'm not talking about the extremes. Look, I'm I'm not talking about being abused or or being you know domestic violence. Or I, I'm just saying like I had a bad day. I'm suffering today. You know, my my car didn't start, or you know, my boss yelled at me. The the normal kind of day to day stuff. And even when you start thinking about the tougher stuff, when you compare that to being an inmate in a concentration camp, I think it kind of puts some things into perspective. Um, it, it, when when he talked about this. It it kind of is something that people have latched onto in the psychology world. And I read an article, I think it was in Scientific American about this, about post-traumatic growth, that people experience positive changes resulting from major life crises. So, you go through a divorce and it's suffering and it's painful, and you're going through it and you're losing your stuff and you got to sell your house and your ex spouse is being horrible to you. And, you know, your friends have split up and some friends are just taking their side and not taking your side. But when you talk to people that have gone through some of those things, a lot of people come out and they talk about the fact that they have found something good in it. So, by actively searching for the good in something terrible, okay, so by actively searching for the good in something terrible, a lot of people kind of survive their adversity and they use it as a catalyst to actually advance to higher psychological functioning. Now, you've experienced that in your life. I think most of us have. Look, I don't maybe share in depth a lot of my background. I have hinted at things, but you know, I have had some pretty... Significant abuse occurred to me when I was a child. And I am just not one of those people that have, like, kind of looked at that and ruminated over it to the point that I feel like it defines me. It was horrible. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It, it's the worst of the worst of the worst. But I do notice that with therapy and with time and with wisdom and just with the way that I'm wired, that even that. I've been able to find a way to be stronger. I mean, it's made me more aware to be able to be protective of my own children and who I allow them to associate with. It made me aware of how I parent and that, you know, me personally, I'm, I am—I use words and my kids are some of the best behaved kids you'll ever meet. And I say that and John and Matt would probably agree with me if they were here. Only because of what I went through and what I experienced and how difficult and how painful it was. It kind of helped me to kind of rewire myself. You know, when you think about tragedy, however you define it, and again, let me be clear, I'm not minimizing any tragedy, okay? But suffering, tragedy, bad things are a part of all of our lives. As I record this right now, my mom passed away maybe three and a half weeks ago, okay? So it's been very recent for me. Most of us would consider losing a parent no matter how old they are and no matter how old we are as a tragedy. And of course, my heart is broken even as I'm speaking to you right now. It hurts. But I found some beauty even in that experience. I was with her 12 days in a row from 6 in the morning till 1 in the morning. Go home and sleep for a few hours. Come back. I fed her. I took care of her. I did everything for her. I held her hand. I spoke to her. I prayed over her. I was with her until she took her last breath. Was it painful? Did I suffer? 100%. But I've even been able to find something good in that moment. It's it's given me a sense of peace to have that closure, to be to have been able to be with her in these moments more than anyone else in my family. So tragedy while it can cause us to feel weak or helpless, it also can boost our self-confidence or our self-awareness or help help us to see ourselves Stronger than we realized. You know, when you go through something really tough and you've come out of it, the worst of the worst things that have happened in your life. We all know people, right? We know people that have had tragedy happen to them and they're stuck there. That's that's the definition of who they are. That situation, that loss, that that disease, whatever it is, that's all they talk about. That's all they are. And and, and that's understandable. Everybody is different, but we also know people who have gone through horrible things horrible things. And then we hear their story and they are powerful and they are acknowledging of the tragedy. It's not minimizing it. Some Somebody on social media once threw some, some negative comment at me and they said, you know, this is toxic positivity. And I'm like, and no offense to anybody, but only in 2021 in our present day culture can that term even exist, toxic positivity. And of course, I'm sure it's a real thing and I get it. But honestly, I mean, the context that it was being used in for me, listen to what I just said, the context where it was being used for me was absurd because it was my personal story that I'm sharing about how I got through something difficult. And they're like, this is toxic positivity. I'm just like, bro, really? (laughs) But we all know people who have gone through some pretty difficult stuff and we look at them in awe because they are so much better. They're so strong. They're they're inspiring, right? People that are inspiring are. Let's be honest. Nobody's inspiring because wow, I'm inspired by that person who is born into an extremely wealthy family. They're absolutely gorgeous. They've never had anything bad happen to them. They're married to an amazing human being. Have super healthy children. They live in a mansion. They're an amazing person. They give to the world. They're super charitable. They have a beautiful heart. Yeah, I mean that's great. That, that if that person even exists because they don't. But the people that have it easier. The joke I'm making is the people that look like. Like like everything's gone perfectly for them. I mean, are they really that inspiring? Maybe if they're doing good stuff with their life. I think most of us are inspired by the person who's come out of addiction and been able to build a life. We're inspired by that person who's come out of domestic violence and become stronger again and never allowed it, never allowed that or never gotten into that situation, or protected themselves, or learned the warning signs, however you want to define it. But they've gotten themselves to a healthier place, and they've protected themselves. We're inspired by that child who's come out of a war zone in Syria, and and is, is thriving with their new family, or people that have survived horrible, horrible experiences. They're inspiring, because when we look at them, and we see what they've come through, we see hope in ourselves we realize that no matter what we're going through no matter how bad it is no matter how heavy it is no matter how difficult it is that there are people who've gone through worse and somehow come through it suffering can bring people closer together in a community you know when when there's a loss think about in our world certainly in the united states after 9-11 there was multiple studies and multiple commentaries and multiple articles written about how people were more compassionate to each other after that experience, how people looked out for each other, how we saw each other in a different way. A horrible, horrible tragedy, horrible, uh, unimaginable. And yet it brought people together. When you talk to people who've gone through terrible things, you'll see that they've gotten stronger, some of them. Suffering boosts our compassion. There's been studies that have shown that when they're survivors of violence who've come through terrible things, they actually are the people that feel more empathy for those who've experienced something similar. You know, it's amazing when you think about the fact that sometimes it is the pain that causes the strength. I'm sure I've said this a hundred times on our podcast, but if you even break it down to the physical body, if you've ever worked out, if you ever lifted weights, you're sore. And on a very simplistic basis, don't come at me, all of you, like physiology majors, but on a very simplistic basis, you've broken down a muscle. You've, you've broken it down. You've hurt it, if you will. And that muscle is sore for various reasons, but it is building itself back up again and over time becomes stronger and bigger. I'm fascinated by this concept of post-traumatic growth, especially for a lot of us who over the last few years have had loss whether it's the loss of a job, whether it's been the loss of a lifestyle, the loss of a marriage or a relationship, and the loss of a loved one. And as I've experienced it in my own life over the last few weeks, I am trying very hard to find the meaning in it, to find the lesson. It's not easy, please. The least useful sentence in the world is, easier said than done. Dude, ladies and gentlemen. People of all ages, of course, everything's easier said than done. Be a billionaire. That was really easy to say. It's not so easy to do. Get your master's degree. Easy to say, not so easy to do. Be a great parent. Easy to say, not so easy to do. So, yes, I agree. Everything is easier said than done. Everybody wants to be terminally unique. Well, yeah, but you're talking about this, but what about this? What about my suffering? What about my pain? That's way worse than what you've talked about. And then you can go up the line to people who have had it worse and worse and worse and worse and worse than you. Go into any hospital in the world, and from room 201 to room 217, you'll have degrees of worse, of course but I want you to think about the fact that there is so much more. There there is so much more to this, quote, world and this life that we experience when we suffer. On your own, go Google it. Don't don't trust me. I'm no expert in it. But I wonder if you'd find it as interesting as me. Post-traumatic growth. For those of you that have had a tough time, My compassion and my empathy and my heart goes out to you. As somebody who has experienced a pretty significant loss, like I've said several times already, I get it. I totally get it. Go research it. Go look it up. It might be something that when you read about, for me, it kind of popped in my brain. I kind of went, whoa, maybe that's what I need to think about. I need to look at these tough things that have happened to me in my childhood, in my life, in my present day, and find ways to find meaning in them and lessons. And how I can grow from it. It is easier said than done, but as many people have shown, it's possible to do. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. If I may ask you, please share this podcast with people who you think might find it valuable. John, Matt, and I love doing it. We love bringing you some business ideas, some life ideas. We've got some great guests so far, and we've got some great guests coming down the road, whether we're talking about entrepreneurship or helping you to save money or how to get fit. We love doing what we do. It's kind of our fun time, and we enjoy it, and we hope you kind of enjoy it as well. But thank you for being here. I wish you health. I wish you safety. I wish you love. I wish you peace. Thanks for joining us on Above Board with Canderpath and we hope we'll be back soon. Take care.